Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Why Did Melanie Scream? There's a worm! Oh. Ew. Ew. Ew! I thought you were doing high energy. Ew! Why did you pick that up? I just put it in the mud, that's Sorry. all. Sorry. I so. That's high energy? Eat it. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna eat it, it's not fried. <laughs> okay, anyways, that was a weird intro. Sorry, guys. There was a, a worm. Let me start again. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast of Strangers. My name is Mathushin. This is Hannah, and behind the camera, we have Max and Melanie today. Hello, hello. M&M. That's as good as I can do. Hello. Max and Melanie today. <laughs> Hi. How is everyone doing? We're here at the beautiful uh, U of T campus with some beautiful cherry blossom trees behind us. Lots of people, lots of high energy, lots of construction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beep beep. I mean, are you gonna find anywhere downtown without construction? Sorry. Anyways, um guys, full disclosure, I'm gonna be honest, okay? We're filming the intro before or after all the interviews, okay? So you're gonna hear me say what my most non physical pain is, which is what our topic for today is, in one of the interviews. I don't care. Be mad. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Um, Not what I was expecting. I just want to preface that. Anyways, Melanie, how was Olivia Rodrigo? It was great. Fix your little mic thingy. Just, just, yeah, there we go. How was it? It was great. It was fun. I love seeing Olivia Rodrigo. And, like, the, she was such a good performer. It's I'm, like, so surprised that she, like, you know, only just became, like, a pop star. I mean, obviously, she's had acting experience and everything, but... She was so natural on stage and she was like paying attention to all sides of like Yeah, crowd. I saw her running from each end back and forth. Lots of cardio. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> and she was pretty stable. I mean, it was yeah. it was really good to watch and everything. And yeah, I had a lot of fun. Oh. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she really tried to get her steps in, I saw. Yeah, yeah. and um, I I bought a t-shirt for What's 45. your favorite song from her? Hell yeah. Oh. Okay, it's really hard to say. It always changes. Um, the one song I really wanted to see was Favorite Crime. Like, I wanted to hear her perform that live. She put her heart and soul into yeah. that song. But I couldn't really hear because oh. of the crowd. But oh, I nice. love the lighting and, like, the attention she paid to it when she was, like, like, you could tell she was so into it. There was a part in Driver's License where when the crowd started singing, she, like, stopped and she was, like, kind of an admiring the crowd and she looked so touched. I was like, oh, I love that. I love when artists yeah, get emotional. That's always cool for an artist to sit there and see like hundreds of thousands of people singing something you wrote. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, uh, in other bad news, um, it's not bad news. Oh, just, oh, yeah, yeah. It's not bad news. Anna's not here today, as you can see. She went to Vancouver. Did you see her story? Yeah. yeah I didn't so know she, she's in Vancouver. Yeah, she went to Vancouver oh. with Carly, actually. And her, Jazz? Pardon? What's her first? Oh, Jai. Jai. Yeah. Good yeah. for them. But uh, Anna will actually not be here anymore for any of the episodes moving forward. Anna has actually moved on to start her own podcast. Oh. So that's what we just want to let you know that Anna's not going to mm-hmm. be here with us. How, how did you like Anna? Well, obviously, Anna was so cool and fun. I wanted to be friends with her. Yeah, honestly, though, seriously. Well, she didn't want to be friends with you. She did not want so like she you. Left. you this, I watched last week's episode, so. I know, I know. It's very similar to what happened last week when we pranked Max, but this is serious this time. Yeah. I'm she not that stopped gullible. messaging in the group chat. Have you not, has she replied to any messages? No. But she... Wait, did she? She didn't. No. Oh, okay. No, she actually left. No bad blood. Like, I, ho- I hope everyone leaves at one point to do better things with their life. Yeah, and she left. 
Love I you, hated Anna. her. Oh, that's such a lie. <laughs> We're not lying, Melanie. No, you you hating her, obviously. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I do hate her. Anyways. Uh, today's uh, topic is uh, also we're joking. About I it. know you <laughs> are. Um, today's topic is what is the most pain you felt that's not physical? Max, how about you? What's the most pain you felt that's not physical? I think letting people down. Mm. I'd say one. that's probably what it is. Any specific example or just in general? I have some. None that I care to share. But... Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Right there. Okay. Uh, you have some but none that you sh care yeah, to share. Yeah, none, none that I care. But to it share. just hurts to to let people down. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming mm -hmm. from. Melanie, how about you? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, wait, what? Like, what exactly was the question again? Girl, ever since I told you about Anna, you've been out of it. Aww. Aww, oh, you miss Anna. No, but you just said you're joking. Uh, no. What's Ooh. the most non-physical pain you felt? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I feel like it's hard to share some of the ones that I can remember. What? What? What did you say? I said it is. It's kind of hard to share some of the ones I do remember. Oh. But I also can't. I can't remember that many. Like I don't think there's been that many in my life. Hannah. I'm trying not to move the mic because he positioned it because um, I keep moving it. The audio is fantastic. Pardon? That's what you think. Then I go home and edit, and Hannah's mic is going like this. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm literally gonna sit still. Um, probably like loneliness, whether that be from my own choice of like isolating myself or just like losing people and just feeling alone in general. Um, it's like harder. I feel like for me, I'm a codependent person, so just not having people around in that way is hard. But yeah, I think that's pretty painful for me. Uh, for me, I've already shared it in the episode, which you guys will hear a little further down. But um, yeah, it's, it's just uh, just briefly, just like people in your life uh, letting you down when they're supposed to be there for you or like backstabbing kind of like what if I'm relying on Max to be my support system and you know, I tell Max, Max, these things are the things that really hurt me. And then Max goes and does those things. Mm. That is like the most non-physical pain I've ever felt. And like when I say non-physical pain, it's like it is like literally so painful. Like Border, I, bordering on pain. Literally, like, no, literal like pain. literally my stomach starts to like it's like someone stabbed me right in my stomach. Like it hurts so much it hurts so much i hate it anyways hey, hey. let's <laughs> get uh let's go uh, get let's just get into the interview really quick they're, they're good interviews you gotta come on let's upsell yeah them. there were some really good they're, interviews. they're really good interviews we had david we had raymond we had mm -hmm. uh, uh angela you can angela do it. we had sienna Hesu, we had alex and we have jillian mm -hmm. let's start with who should we start with Angela. Let's start with Angela. Here's Angela, guys. All right, there we go. Hello, Angela. How are you today? I am so well. Yes? I am indeed. Do you oftentimes come out to see the cherry blossoms when they blossom every year? I do. I do. I had a special friend that I went with every year, and I lost her five years ago. Oh, no. And, um... Yesterday, I was in my car coming to work, and I was listening to the Cherry Blossom Tracker. Oh. Uh, there's a job for everyone. Oh, yes. And he talked about 
the these cherry blossoms and how every year, as soon as they blossom, High Park will always be three days behind them. Oh, so that means in three days. So it's close for to Mother's Day weekend. It, it'll. I say there will be some traffic there yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Oh, 100. He lives right near High Park, and he said that there's going to be some traffic there. It's always. Oh, packed. even on a bicycle, it's really, really hard to navigate through. Today we're talking to our guest about um, pain. You know, it's 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 um, with COVID and everything that has gone with COVID. A lot of people have lost loved ones, uh, and you know, uh, pain does not only have to be physical; it can be emotional. So, our question is: What is the most non-physical pain that you have felt through COVID? Not through COVID, through just life in general. Actually, any point in your life, a oh. non-physical pain that you felt. Oh, death of parents. Oh, how how uh, were they, were you young when they passed? And no, um, I was you know mid thirties mm-hmm. and then mid forties. Did they pass away uh, relatively around the same time? No, ten years apart. And, and who? who my father th- went first, mm-hmm. and then my mother basically lived for ten years with a broken heart. Oh, uh, were they finally? She, were they in love? Oh my God, yes. Were Were they a perfect example of what a good relationship should be? They had their moments, I won't lie, but... Everyone I, does. Yeah, but I come from a family of eight kids, and uh, wow. we uh, we were taught wonderful, wonderful ways to be. How did you cope with that loss? How did I cope with it? Well, I was living... My parents were in Ireland, and I was living in Canada, so it was hard leaving the family, and then you know, returning to, I was also a single parent. Uh-huh. So it was hard to, um, you know, be, be at home with the children and, um, you know, just trying to, I guess, breathe through it. So they were in Ireland when they passed? Mm-hmm. Did you get a chance to go? To I, I, I didn't, I got a chance to see my dad mm-hmm. for a few, a couple of weeks and I did not get to see my mom. It was very mm, sudden. I see. Um, does that define your life, the loss of your parents? Uh, no, no, it doesn't define my life, but it, it's still very close. Mm-hmm. Does it over, does it, um, shadow any milestones or important moments in your life? Um, it, it, it's more my, when my children have their, um, you know, and their wonderful things happen for them. And I, you know, it's great that I, I can be part of it, but I know their grandparents would have hmm. been so awfully proud. How, how old are your kids? Uh, Megan is, uh, sorry, Megan, but I think you're 37. Does she have any kids? She does. <gasps> so you're a grandmother. I'm a granny. Do you do you love your grandchildren so much? I do, but or, sadly they live far away. Oh no. um, Where do they live? Megan and Sean are teachers in a northern uh, indigenous community mm. in uh, northern Saskatchewan. Oh, wow. So you would fly to Saskatoon and then uh, drive for seven hours in a car to wow. get to them. So I'm going to see them soon because I'm retiring. <gasps> After how many years? 20, almost 29 years with the Toronto wow. District School Board. 29. So that's about, those, yeah, let's just say 30, round it up. 30 yeah, years. Yeah, sure. Wow. What, what, what uh, made the push for you to retire? Um, my husband and I just sold our house in Toronto, <gasps> and we're moving to Coburg, oh. to the nicest house in Coburg, nice. I may say. 
So um, we're moving. Is it, it how is it bittersweet to leave? It, have you like, are are you a little sad or? Are oh, you? I'm everything. Mm. This is you know when you talk about that kind of pain that it's not physical pain but it's you know it's it's getting closer and mm-hmm. you know I come you know was raised in Ireland and Toronto has been my home for forty years mm-hmm. and now I'm I'm up and moving on, mm-hmm. leaving such so many good friends behind but. Hopefully they'll visit me. Do you like change? Do I like change? No. No. Not not really. How do you cope with change? Um, do you push against it or just let it happen? It depends. It really depends. What do you This mean? one I'm letting it happen, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. there's other types of change that I would, you know, I would push against. Now, teachers run in your family because your your son-in-law and your daughter are teachers. Yeah, yes. And then my other daughter, Emma, is uh, living in Canmore in the West, uh, in Alberta. And she is in the restaurant business and studying real estate. Oh. And then my stepdaughter, who lives in Calgary, is uh, works in a, a part of a, a think tank. No idea. So you have uh, representatives all around Canada. I do. For your I family. Do. What do you think you the, the most important lesson you've learned in the 29 years of uh, in the in the education industry? Be flexible. Mm. What do you mean by that? Just uh, working in a school, as Martin, you can attest to, every day can present differently. Mm-hmm. And you can't sit there with the one idea in your head. You've got to just go with the flow, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And l- lots of, you know, looking out for the kids and... I often say, you know, when kids arrive at school in the morning, they don't, we don't know what's been going on for their morning, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. they might come in and they might be angry and upset and, you know. And Every we, stranger and student has a story. Uh, absolutely. And I work at a wonderful school. Mm-hmm. And just to, on a last note, um, what would you say uh, to someone who wants to join the educational um you know, the, the education industry who, who uh, you know, is, is getting there. What's one piece of advice you'd give them? One piece of advice, because I have been working on my speech, mm. is um, go in, greet your day, and don't wish for retirement because it comes very, very fast. Live you in know? the moment. Live in the moment. Take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. We could. You, we all know what what can happen. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But it was lovely running into you. I know you. it was a great chat. I'm and so happy I met you and Martin. Yes, Martin Hunt, my friend Martin. Run that last part. Yes. <laughs> so Martin has been studying film since he retired. We are all in media production. Yeah, that's what uh, this gentleman was saying. Yeah. I was at George Brown. Oh, nice. That was part of my retirement thing. I've been waiting since high school to do it uh-huh. and finally got a chance to have, have the time. And I just did one class a term. I don't know how they did a full load. The students were doing a full load. It was enough for me to do one class. So it's never too late. Yeah, just to, no, no, just to make, uh, and to make films, it was great. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so. Well, it's nice meeting you guys. Nice to meet you, too. Thank you so much for staying with us, Angela. Absolutely. I just wanted to also say my youngest nephew is starting Ryerson. 
Toronto Met. Oh yes, absolutely. We're all, uh, that was. We're, we're all getting used to it. Okay, you're right. Toronto Metropolitan Met. or Toronto Met. He's getting into I think music and business. Ooh. He's actually been touring with the Imagine Dragons. Oh wow! But he's not part of their band. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the front band. Her name is Aviv. Hmm. Those Imagine Dragons are big. And they so Rory's been playing so the guitar cool. all wow. over Canada. That's so That's cool. That's fantastic. Yeah, he's coming home tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> cool. That's so fun. Mm -hmm. Anyway, guys, I guess I should get. I don't know if it's yeah. Hey, or we're, we're good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wrap it up, wrap it up. Nice to talk to you guys. Thank you, mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. We all go to Toronto Met. Oh, TMU. <laughs> TMU. I don't know where that is. I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm very... You know where TMU is? No, I don't. Uh, you know Ryerson? Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's no, a new name. Like, oh! Like, oh, no, no, no. Cause you're I the one that lives here. No, no, no. I, I forgot the name. I was like, TMU, is that like a like a thing? I, I didn't know. I didn't He's know. like, I'm what sorry. college is that? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we're good? Yeah. Recording on that? Okay. Like OCAD. Okay. Um, Raymond and Jillian? Did I pronounce yeah. that right? Yes. Okay. How are you guys? I'm doing good. good. When's good. volleyball? Is there a specific time? Um, I think it's from 7 to 5. Oh, seven to six, something like that. Early. Oh, yeah. seven in the morning. Yeah, okay. seven in the morning. Yeah, like, what yeah. the fuck? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's one thirty. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, today we're talking about uh, hardships in life. <gasps> Hello, dog. Doggo. What's your, What's his or her name? Poppy. Poppy. Hey. She popped in and scared me. Uh, anyways, we're talking about hardship today. Um, and the question is, what is the most pain you felt that's not physical? Jillian, I feel like you have one. I'm gonna need a moment to 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 think about the words. Okay. You, you go first. Probably the most recent one probably would have to be a breakup. <gasps> How long were you guys dating? Um, probably like almost for two years. Oh. Yeah, like it just like it, probably like a year. Yeah, it, it was gonna reach two. When did it happen? Um, it happened. Wow, I'm gonna look like a really shitty ex, but um, September fifth. Oh, I don't need the exact date. I was. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Right. No, oh, it's the point is oh, to be a oh, shitty ex. Oh, the the month was uh, September. We broke up. We broke up in. Oh, she broke up with me in August. Oh, oh she broke up with you. Why? Yeah. Um, she kind of just fell out of love with me. Mm. Um, I guess just. Are you are you mad at her? Or are you just glad that she didn't like fake it for years to come? Um. I, I'd say before I was mad um, just cause like I guess that's just like the natural thing when you go through a breakup but now like I don't know I'm just kind of indifferent to it mm. more or less like as, as you go through it and like you, you begin to like experience these emotions more like you become more familiar with them mm -hmm. and it's now like to a point where I can recognize them I, I can just label them as emotions and how'd you cope with your breakup? Um, for the most part of it I was alone mm. um I, I I did have friends to come and help me throughout the way, like ask some advice and like looking back at it, like I said some really stupid stuff to them. Uh -huh. um, but it was more like finding myself because my world was revolved around this one person for such a long time. And now that this person wasn't in my life, what like what was I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. So I kind of had to like rebrand myself to the point where I could be happy by myself alone. Like, I could do oh, things. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, like, I could do things like go on a walk and not have to think about this specific person mm -hmm. or not even have to think about anything, right? Just enjoy Just what's Just being able me. to be alone. If you're able to be alone 
then you're able to be with someone. You have to be comfortable being yeah. alone first. Yeah, yeah. Jillian, yeah. how about you? Um, I'm gonna say when I moved out last year. Where Where did you move from? I moved from here in Toronto, and I went to Ottawa for school, and like l- seeing my parents leave and knowing that like i wasn't gonna see them the next day was just really weird um and like being an only child like it's always just been me and my parents so waking up the next day or just like after they left and then the house was dead quiet it was just really weird so all right so i'm guessing you had a really close relationship with your parents yeah um you're with them again now yeah. Oh, there we go. So that's good. So are you still in pain, though? So I'm guessing you're not. No. Are no. you still in pain? Mm, no. I, 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 yeah, I'm not. <laughs> do you ever get, like, reminded of the... Do, does anything remind you of that pain? Like, is it attached to any specific time or anything? Like, if you got... If you guys broke up near graduation, every time you think about graduation, it's going to be like, oh, fuck, that's when she broke up with me. Um, I feel like there are always going to be certain things that associate to her. But, like, now that I'm like adjusted to those like things like now that i recognize that those are things that like remind me of her i try not to avoid mm-hmm. it because it just you know it's not helping me because it's more like i'm running away from the problem i'm running away from bettering myself mm-hmm. in a sense um so yeah i kind of like everything that reminded it's kind of like a weird way of processing a breakup but i, I dealt with everything head-on like mm-hmm. everything that reminded me of her like like whether it be songs or like places we've been like I'd, I'd go to it oh and, I, and i'd be like okay this is something that i would remember of her but that's all it's ever gonna be now yeah and the music would be the same like i, I could still listen to the songs right and, and and be like okay this was her of her like i still like the songs yeah. um yeah but so I, you don't avoid things that re- remind you of her no no i i i, I tend to like embrace them Mostly. That's a really. That's I've never heard someone do that. Yeah, because like, uh, yeah, I know. I, I kind of. I would I run away. I run away from Khaled songs just because of that reason. Anytime someone Khaled plays, I do not. Yeah, uh, no, I, 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 I tried to avoid like Mac Ayers and like Bruno Major, but then I realized I love those artists a little too much for me to. Why avoid let them. that ruin it? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I see. Um, any piece of advice you'd want to leave the audience with, both of you? you wanna. love yourself (laughs) and honestly the older well okay i'm acting as if like we're old but like not really but like be don't be afraid to be selfish in your relationships because ultimately it's your life and you're living for yourself and if you're not happy with something you're doing with someone you're with then what's the point yeah, I feel like my piece of advice would be just, like, it's okay to be comfortable and uncomfortable in your own skin. Um, learning what's cringy to you, what's not cringy to you, what you can deal with or what you can deal with, or what you can and can't deal with. I feel like that's really important if you're wanting to, like, move forward as an next step to becoming, like, a better human being, whatever that definition may mean to you. Um, I just feel like... When it comes to another person, you can't really expect, you know, a good relationship out of them if you get, don't have a good relationship with yourself, right? Just, like, find, like, I don't know, mm-hmm. the simplicity and beauty within, like, I don't know, certain things in life. Like, I don't know, I'm here, I'm on a podcast, 
Like, I never thought I would have been doing this today, but I, here I am. Like, I don't know. Just let things come naturally, I guess. Because there's no, uh, I don't know, I guess there's no reason to try to explain what you can't. So just let things come naturally. I don't know. That's just my piece of advice. So love yourself and just let things happen. Yeah. yeah. And don't force things. Honestly, yeah. that's another thing, too. Like, don't project your feelings onto outcomes that haven't happened. And don't get in over your head over things that you can't control. Because, like, you can't control them. Mm. Damn, that's really good advice. I'm literally thinking, well, yeah, fuck, this is right. Okay, thank you so much for sitting down with us, guys. Thanks and uh, I hope us. you guys have thank a good day. And, you too. Uh, thanks for sharing that advice. You're Hello, Allison, how are you? I'm good. How what are you? I'm good. What time is your meeting at? Um, two. Is oh, that okay? Yeah, yeah. Time. No, we're not going to take that long. <laughs> um, well, what, what were you up to today? Were you, were you, did you commute down here? Yeah, I commuted. I live like in Markham. <gasps> I oh. live in Markham. Oh, cool. <laughs> where in Markham? <laughs> I live like in the Thornhill area, like What's near. What's the closest kind of mall to you? Closest mall. That's a tricky one because there's like kind of malls that are spaced out for me but i'm uh, between like hillcrest and fairview kind of oh, oh okay okay promenade yeah, like if you yeah, kind yeah. of put those three uh -huh, together uh -huh. i'm kind of in the middle um okay today we're talking to our guests about you know hardships in their life hmm. uh, and our question is what is the most pain you felt that's not physical most pain not is, a physical pain. Is it like a specific moment or just kind of an aspect? Uh, whatever. It could be a specific moment. Like some people said it was a, a breakup. Some hmm. people said it was when they lost like their parents. So like what's the most painful thing that you've felt that is not physical though? Well, I'll first preface by saying I'm pretty fortunate to not have had too many extreme hardships uh -huh. in my life. But if I had to choose kind of one thing that I experienced that impacted me the most probably would be I was pretty young but when my parents divorced and it was a pretty rough experience I had my sister with me which was really helpful and how old your sister uh two years older than me okay so it was really crucial to have her by my side but the whole experience of course like um, anyone when their parents get separated it's it's really troubling, and especially when you're young and How kind old of. Are you? I'd say it was about six. Mm -hmm. And then. That's not too young. You're still able yeah. to understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I was. Um, and it was kind of just the years following that, not just the event, but just. Was it a sticky divorce, or was did it smooth flow? It like was pretty a pretty messy one. Oh, I see. And uh, it kind of my mom basically went through a really hard time and uh -huh. my dad was the one that kind of left so it definitely put a lot of pressure on her to you know become a single working mother and my sister kind of coping with it and trying to shelter me from mm -hmm. a lot of that are you and close with your sister yeah i'm i'm really close with my sister and she kind of was like my parent one of my parents uh, growing yeah. up so it kind of was hard on everyone are you resentful towards your parents are you mad at them or are you are you glad that they did it sooner than later? I'm it definitely was for the best. Uh -huh. I think that the way that it was done and kind of the years following in it could have been better. I mean, 
I guess more on my dad's side. My mom was just trying the best she could, you know, working uh, full time, trying to support us. And so I, I tried to not hold too much resentment towards her because it really wasn't her fault. For my dad, I'm over the past over 10 years been trying to kind of come to terms with it and not holds too much resentment or hatred because uh, he's apologized mm -hmm. for it and, and said that you know he's he's sorry that he left us apologizing is one thing and forgiving is another thing have you yeah. forgave him or are you working on it i feel like it's a work in progress i i could say that i do forgive him and understand why he did it he had his his reasons that he had to leave but at the same time it caused a lot of trauma and mm. i feel like for my sister and i both we can kind of see how the impacts of the divorce kind of shaped our fears now and our insecurities what are you what do you fear and what are you insecure of well uh, a huge thing is just like abandonment Mm. you know since your parents are supposed to be the ones that are there for you supporting you and to have one kind of leave to be with another family it so do it you have step siblings yeah i do oh but the thing is is and that was kind of in the years following it that was a main kind of trigger or or kind of upsetting part like seeing that he basically how many step siblings do you have uh two mm -hmm. and uh, they uh. were born after the mm -hmm. the divorce so are you still in pain i wouldn't say i'm in pain i definitely have these moments that come up if something like tr maybe triggers it or i remember an aspect then that could kind of incite some pain but i feel like i've for the most part healed mm -hmm. it's just about kind of recognizing why i react certain ways or have certain insecurities relating to to that and kind of coming to terms with it and and not necessarily trying to make it go away because i don't think it will go away but just recognizing it and not making it or letting it be a barrier to does my development does does your parents divorce affect your relationships and the way you go about your own personal relationships well that could be friends or it could be romantic yeah well uh my boyfriend right now i mean i've had talks with him about kind of why i may approach things a certain way or have certain opinions due to my parents divorce and all the kind of backlash that that came from that so it's definitely a point that i brought up to kind of say you know this is what i went through this may shape my kind of reactions or insecurities because of that mm -hmm. um so it's something that i brought up and a lot of times i may joke about oh my dad left you, uh, uh, yeah, you yeah. know but that's like a coping mechanism yeah, i'm guessing like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but for the most part it's since it happened so long ago it's given me a lot of time to kind of process it and kind of move on from it but yes. yeah there are there are certain times where i just bring it up mm -hmm. um do you ever feel like you need to have you ever left a relationship platonic or romantic before they have so it hurts less mm, no but i i feel like something that i 
I do a lot and it could be attributed to to the divorce but I find that a lot of times I will not I will try to retract or not not reach out so much not try so hard mm. because that goes back to like wanting to feel needed yeah, and yeah, yeah. wanting to feel like you're wanted so sometimes I I'm thinking oh well I could reach out to them but it's that feeling of I don't want to bother them I don't want to be a pester oh, to them yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. because what if they don't, just don't want to be around me yeah, yeah, yeah and they and then I reach out and then they're like mm-hmm. why are you why are you bothering me why so, so so what's the the hardest part right now in your in your current life right now what's the hardest thing you're going through and does it relate back to the divorce I feel like right now I'm in a all right place um I I wouldn't say right now I'm going through like particular hardships I can link right back to it. I mean, just ongoing kind of annoyances or things that think, well, if I had like a family with two joint parents that got along that it never got divorced, then like I wouldn't experience these kind of uh, sort of annoying things. Like they just wouldn't exist because my parents would be together yeah, and they'd yeah. be happy. So that's kind of ongoing thing. Right now I feel like I'm I'm in an all right place. Uh-huh. So which which is which I'm happy about. Um I think my dad's trying to repair the relationship uh-huh. between my sister and I as we get older and, and start kind of becoming more of an adult. Um so what that will bring if that will you know allow me to heal more and move on more is it's still a question but time will tell yeah what advice do you have for children of divorce i'd say it's it's definitely a a really hard time especially when you're in those young kind of developing years and trying to figure figure yourself out and I'd say just if you have siblings, really, you know, confine in them. Try to not shut off because they're going through the exact same thing that you are. Um, so it's, I think it's really important to kind of talk through what you're going through and kind of lean on each other for support. For only children, it it is more tricky because there's definitely that feeling of you're completely alone in this. Um, See, so just trying to lean on family members for support that will understand you and support you uh, just trying to get and reach out to as many support networks as you can because I feel like the worst thing is to just kind of go inward and and kind of just think and and you're you're not really allowing yourself mm-hmm. to release any emotions you're just kind of bottling it all up and I don't think that's that's helpful so it's it's really challenging and of course some some children their parents get divorced and it's for the best and they have healthy relationships with both sides so in that case it's not as i guess traumatic or or harmful but in those cases where it's kind of um the divorce has a lot of animosity mm-hmm. then yeah trying to get as many support networks and, and reaching out to family and mm-hmm. yeah Thank you so much for sitting down with us, Allison. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that, that story. And uh, I hope the healing process continues to go well. Only time will tell. Yeah, I, I hope so too. And it's, yeah, time time will tell and time 
heals a lot of wounds. So mm. I think as I move forward, it'll, it'll only get better. Hey guys, we want to introduce uh, this week's sponsor, Audible. Audible lets you enjoy all your audio entertainment in one place with their incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre as well as Audible originals, thousands of podcasts, guided wellness programs, theatrical performances, comedy. Oh my god, more? The list keeps going? It just keeps going, guys. Oh my god. Audible makes it easy to listen anytime, anywhere, so if you ever run out of podcasts with Strangers episodes, which you will be soon because the season is going to end soon, uh, hop onto Audible. There's an app and you can pick a book, an audiobook, and you know, enjoy your time. Visit audibletrial.com slash PWS for your 30-day free trial at Audible and get one free credit for any premium selection title in addition to an unlimited catalog of Audible Plus podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. Again, the audibletrial.com slash PWS for your 30-day trial and thanks Audible for sponsoring this week's episode. Thank you, thank you. I love Audible. You know why? Why Because I'm slow. So, like, when I'm reading books, I easily fall asleep, right? Mm. But I can read books while I drive. Oh, of so course. So I play, yeah, I yeah. play it and at, at work, my boss makes me listen to books, like marketing books. So, like, business made simple and stuff. Like, it's just so easy to do that. Anyways, that's all. Thanks, guys. Hi, David. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, what are you doing out today? You can look at the lovely cherry blossom. Yeah. Um, and uh, are you on your lunch break or something from work? Um, I, I, I work from home, yeah. Oh, what do you work as? I do IT support. Ooh, IT support. Yes. Uh, what school did you go to for that? I did, and I did something completely different. Oh, what path did you take to get there? Well, I did uh, internet. I did, um, wait for that goes by. I did undergrad in international relations in the 1980s from U of T. But then I went to Germany, got interested in, 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 um, in cities and in, and in environmental stuff. So I did a master's in urban, rather, urban planning oh, urban at planning. York. Then I fell into IT stuff afterwards. Nice. We actually had a student here just before that went into urban planning as well. Very cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so today we're talking about hardships. And my yeah. question for you today is, what is uh, the most non-physical pain that you've felt in your li- life? Um, uh, let me see. Non-physical pain. Well, I've had many health scares the last little while. Mm. Um had a twisted bowel that was physical pain yeah but afterwards they they said at some point that had they not got operated within the la- next two hours or so i might have i would have i would have been dead by now so so but was that was, scary to just even think about oh i mean it was it was almost irreal not felt irreal because there i was i woke up in the an icu and feeling fine suddenly no pain no physical pain and just being told by a doctor that you're going to be fine now, but if I hadn't operated within two hours, within a couple more hours, you would have been able, would have to move your whole small intestine. Oof. And then, um, then I, I, then he said, you can't live without a small intestine. I could have lived for a while, but uh-huh. you know, getting nourishment, all nourishment from IC, from, from IV is very hard to do. Yeah. So, uh, and, and then I also recently, about last month, I got a cancer diagnosis. Uh-huh. And it's not terminal by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, if it hasn't, hasn't, has not spread between this one little place as I found it, then I have a good chance of living um, through, through treatment. But um, 
Next week, I'm going to have a bunch of diagnostic tests, and they're going to find out. So are you cancer positive, or are we... Oh, oh no, it's definitely there's a cancer there. Absolutely, oh, cancer there. And, um, and then we just need to see how far it spread. How stressful is that? Oh, incredibly. I mean, like, I mean, again, it doesn't 100% feel real because, um, because it was found, incidentally, there's no symptoms or, you know, and then, um, but in the process of doing another test, they found some stuff. Uh, so lived, yeah. Was that like a blood test? No, they did a, a, a CAT scan on my chest and everything else looked good. Oh. I mean, and I mean, I ended up in, in ICU, rather, sorry, it emerged in, in March because of, well, I mean, I also had, huh, interesting, lots of fun little medical things. <laughs> um, I had um, high arrhythmia and did a procedure that was successful, but they let me go. And it's back in the, in the ER two two hours later because I my heart went back into the arrhythmia and then they able to figure that up, fix that up no problem but in lying, lying by myself in the ICU felt pretty scary because I thought the treatment had not really worked but actually had worked. Do you have a family that you live with? Um, no, I live by myself. Yeah. So is it more? Do you, do you fear uh, the medical scares? Uh, are you scared that you you live by yourself so you know no uh, one's home to really help if anything does happen? Um. I have lots of some friends and part of many other social networks mm-hmm. that give me some, some, some comfort. But yeah, I get worried. Like if something, if I get really physically unwell, and then there's some other little things like you know, well, I could get home care, but the poor home care person may have to go from patient to patient to patient, yeah. and they may become unknowingly a COVID vector. You know, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. mean, so it. I I am in a, in a exposed position but right now i'm feeling fine yeah, yeah. and hope that in a couple of weeks they're going to say well this only this one only found this this cancer in one part of your body a lymph node and then i hadn't spread anywhere else and then they offer me a cure which is just spectacular so in spite of all these scary things i feel really um privileged to live in canada yes and in Toronto, and within two kilometers, these wonderful downtown hospitals. Uh-huh. I, sometimes I go to most of my diagnostic tests on my bicycle, for goodness sakes. Oh, wow. And, you know, and so on. Um, so you're very healthy, though, in terms yeah, of you I take mean, care of y- yourself. Y- yesterday, I did a 35-kilometer bike ride. I mean, um, but, you know, normally I work, I work up to 50, 60, 70, 80 kilometers. Wow. Albeit going slowly, but I am um, still... Yeah. Yeah. So did the distance. Do yeah. you do you fear death? Um, it's a good question. Um, I ask. Although I'm Jewish, I consider myself secular or humanist Jew, and I'm actually part of a, a sin, of a of a congregation in Toronto that caters to my flavor of Judaism. Just wonderful. Um, so I I don't think I fear death. I'm more interested in trying to get the most of my life. I mean. I, I, I don't want to I want to avoid physical and emotional pain or um, unnecessary shall we say because there's there is physical and emotional pain that's part of life um, but I, I sort of I, I'm I, I, I don't I don't I don't I'm not betting on continuity of consciousness and and if my spirit becomes part of a one big hole that's all fine and well after I'm dead but you know 
um, I, I sometimes, I remember I, when I was a little kid, I asked my mom, where was I before I was born? And she said, in my stomach. And I said, before that, she said, well, she said, you were in a cloud, was in a silver lining in a cloud, right? So I think, this, you know, I may be going back there. Mm, that's I mean, really, really sweet. As um, a metaphor, right? Yeah. But I don't really fear death, but I want to get the most out of my life as mm-hmm. possible. Has any person caused you any pain? Um... Not knowingly, and not well, not intentionally. Not in, not intentionally. Sometimes people, loved ones, and other people do things that are annoying. But and if a stranger does something weird to me, I think it's probably I mean by reminding of them, or they're just having a bad day, a bad week, or a bad month, whatever. I don't I don't take it personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, every now and then on my back, if somebody does something that I think is scary, I feel my my anger rising my fear and anger but I try to not react on that because it's just like a fear response mm-hmm. I think yeah yeah I see well thank you so much for sitting down with us David can and I ask can I ask your name pardon me can I ask your name Matt Matt glad to meet you Matt Matt I'm good this is Max Melanie and Hannah hello all. Uh, thank you very much for being part of the support and and then we uh, we go to Ryerson or TMU Toronto Metropolitan cool. University and uh, we just finished school, so now we're just out talking to strangers. Wonderful, okay. Trying to make friends. Thank you. Would you consider me a friend now? Well, I, I, I couldn't quite say that. I'm so sorry, but I, well, I, need, I, need, I, need to, I need to ask you the same questions. What, what's the most pain I went through that's not physical? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I don't, um... I would say... I would say when someone that's supposed to be on your side and supposed to look out for you and care for you and, and protect you ends up being the one that hurts you the most. Yeah. You know, you, you, you come across so many people in your life and you, you create kind of a village to support you. Yeah. You never think that those people in your village will ever turn your back on you and they know you so well. So... In, in the back of your head you're just like yeah you know what like these people are here for me and then they end up doing exactly what they're not supposed to do and end up hurting you and then you're like who can I trust if the person I'm supposed to look out or, or, or look up to is, is now hurting me I'd say that's the most non-physical pain it's like who is on your side it's very it's like mm-hmm. now you gotta like look out like oh is this person on my side or is, is she not or is he not you know what I mean so probably, probably that when, when one of my close friends really uh, mm. turned their back on me. Do, do, do you ever? Is it ever possible to repair something like the repair relationship like that? Can you go after them again? Part, part of me. Is it possible to repair an, a relationship like that and go after them and say, "Why weren't you there?" Or could you? You come? know what? I've tried. Okay. The, the the thing is, what I've learned is people come and go in your life. Mm. You know, a lot of people come and go, and you know, sometimes people are meant to be in your life. Sometimes people aren't. And if they're meant to be in your life, it'll come naturally. Okay. Uh, and I have tried to mend the, the relationship and, and the friendship there. Uh, but sometimes, you know, when something like that happens, it's always in the back of your head and on your mind so much that, like, you can't truly live that relationship without constantly fearing it, right? Hmm. I don't want to be a, your friend if I'm constantly thinking, wait, is she against me? I know she said she, she apologized, but, you know, is she really? Hmm. So... I've, I've forgiven mm-hmm. forgiveness is big mm-hmm. um, but you know 
I don't think uh, mm. I think that the relationship has come and now it's it's gone and okay we're both we're okay with each other and, and that's all that you can ask for right okay yeah, yeah. okay thank you for asking My pleasure. you're the first stranger that asked well why not <laughs> well um, well thank you so much for sitting out with us David and I hope that everything goes well in terms of the diagnosis uh, and I and you seem like a very healthy person so thank uh, you I would not be too scared well thank uh, you I appreciate I appreciate your 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 support yeah Oh, my name is Sienna Hisu. Sienna? I'm Alex. Alex and Sienna. Yeah. That sounds so familiar. Well, it's actually Sienna Hisu, but you can call me Sienna. Wait, that's the full that's the Yeah, full that's name? my full first name. Sienna? Hisu. Hisu. Yeah. Sienna Hisu. I have a very long first name, but you can call me Sienna. No, do people call you Sienna? <laughs> yeah, people call me Sienna, but yeah. Do you prefer Sienna Hisu? Um, I don't know, really. Actually, I don't. I think yeah, it depends on the sentence. Mm. <laughs> like, if I'm, like, in an assertive space, I like... Sienna Hisu, like if I'm in a position yeah. like more like professional space, but then like casually, like who has time to say Sienna Hisu? Like, I don't I, know. I have time. Hello, okay. Sienna Hisu and Alex. <laughs> um, today we're talking to our guest. Uh, wait, first of all, how are you guys? Good. I'm, you guys uh, have a meeting yeah. on three, do you not? Yeah, yeah. we do. Okay, um, so we gotta make this fast. We can do it. Yeah, we can do it. We can do it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, today we're talking to our guest about hardships in life. And our question is what is the most non physical pain you've gone through? That's a good question. Non-physical pain. I think it would be... Um, huh. <laughs> I feel like unlearning something that you have been taught to know or taught to do for the longest time, like generationally or through families or socially. Is there something specific that you're, th- um, you're referring to? I feel like there are a lot of things like in terms of like growing up with my parents like there are a lot of things that they taught me that I need to believe in or like what it means to be a woman or what it means to succeed in life or like like philosophical things and then as I grow up I feel like there was a lot of unlearning I had to do or like realization that something that I was doing wasn't necessarily just me it was because I was taught that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like all of us probably have it in some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like really unlearning that was hard because I, it felt like, I feel like one of the hardest thing actually is being like authentically you. Mm. And I feel like learning that was hard. Yeah. And realizing that that was good was hard for me. Do you, do you realize that now? Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Alex, how about you? What is the most non-physical pain you've been through? Um, It's probably uh, like myself. My brain. Um, Mm. Sometimes I, I mean, outside causes are what causes me to go into like a depression spiral. But it's very difficult to get out of that. So Mm -hmm. it's like when your body just feels completely numb and you just walk down the street, you feel nothing like at all Mm -hmm. and that is the complete worst Mm -hmm. um when i feel myself going into it i have to either like put on a song and just shake it out completely or i go for a run Mm -hmm. or i tell someone i'm a i'm going through this i need to get out of it and they sort of help me by talking or things like that so i'm prone to going into that numbness so you know the signs oh i know before i i I lived in it for like three years during my time at school i lived in it um i didn't get out of it for three years do you uh do you like change 
do I like change? Uh, change terrifies me. Mm. Um, but change helps me not go into it. Mm-hmm. When I'm in something for too long that's too comfortable, um, sometimes I don't notice the signs of harm. And I just look at that as safe. So change is, is good. Um, I do like it. It is terrifying, though. But I think it's necessary. Now, your parents, both of you, mm-hmm. did they support your endeavors into theater and acting? <laughs> they still do not understand what I'm exactly doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, even I actually had that conversation with my mom this morning. Mm-hmm. She's like, what is it? What is your plan? <laughs> I'm like, I'm also someone who doesn't really like to plan um, in terms of like long term. Like, I feel like from my own experience, I can't speak for everyone, but everything that happened in my life never was planned and even though when there was a plan it never went through with that mm-hmm. and I'm compl- I was completely okay with it because most of the choices that I've made was my choice mm-hmm. like it was coming from me not from someone else or mm-hmm. because of pressure I mean there were choices that I've made because of pressure and I always regretted those mm-hmm. so I feel like my parents don't really know what I'm doing but that's okay and that's like do they support you they're like okay go do it um, or are they like sh- like stop doing it go like I feel like their idea of support is very different from what my idea of support is mm-hmm. so I feel I feel like in their head they're supporting me but in my head I feel like not really yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> yeah and I feel like that's also one of the hardest thing to experience like non-physically like actually like doing something that you want and knowing no. that that's okay yeah, yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. how about you Alex do your parents support you uh, definitely not at the beginning. I initially started my endeavors at Western for Business. Oh, wow. And uh, then I went into a depressive thing. Oh. And uh, <laughs> I got on the phone one day and I called my mom and I said, I'm leaving. Um, yeah, I was pre-accepted into their like Ivy program and it was like a really big deal. Yeah. So I said, fuck that. Yeah. Pardon me for swearing. And, um, yeah, my mom really didn't have a choice because I told her I, I, I can't I, I can't live like this. I, I truly can't. And uh-huh. I've just told her it is my decision. You don't have to worry about yeah. me. I will make money somehow. Yeah. I yeah. will support myself. Um, yeah. She just she came from having nothing. So she's like, my kids need to be OK. I need yeah, to worry yeah. about them. She wants the best. No matter yeah. What. yeah but yeah. what she doesn't understand that it's not the best is not this. The best is if you are happy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you can just take care of yourself, like mentally, physically, everything. Mm-hmm. So I feel like parents don't understand that what they think is best is not necessarily best for everyone. Mm-hmm. And like I did the same, like I, I thought I was going to I thought I needed to go to med school. It's not that <laughs> I even wanted to. I thought I needed to. Uh-huh. And then I actually changed my degree in my third year. Oh, but I was what? still I feel like still scared. So I kept my mental health degree and I do oh, really I care see. about mental health. Yeah, yeah. Um, But out of my degree, I definitely realized that I don't want to go into like like strictly like i'm interested in like art therapy and things like that but not strictly like psychology research and and those types of stuff Um, was that scary to like for both of you guys oh yeah it was like doing something so like business mental health so like you know stem related and then saying fuck that i'm gonna do this how did did that take a big toll on you guys um it felt like liberating for me to be honest it felt good like you don't think about the what ifs in that moment you're like I'm fucking doing it. Holy shit. Yeah. You feel like empowered and you feel like, you know, you are finally in charge. Yeah. And I feel like that is like, I read it somewhere that 
it's like scarier to know what you want but don't know how to get there mm-hmm. than like not knowing what you want to do and then just like doing whatever mm-hmm. you know just doing just to just to do it um and for me like it was so liberating because i feel like i realized that i've been like people pleasing since i was young and parent pleasing mm-hmm. um so it did definitely help me to you know like feel like can i swear yeah <laughs> like <laughs> i've been <laughs> fuck you <laughs> to yeah. my mom and my dad <laughs> sorry mom and dad Respectful. respectfully obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> why why is pain important that's oh. how we learn that's a good question unfortunately that is how well that is how i learn unfortunately i'm a i'm a weirdo and i'm <laughs> someone who enjoys pain <laughs> yeah. and i feel like there is so so much beauty in pain and i don't mean this in a way to like diminish anyone's you know hardship and pain but personally like i feel like people really overlook the beauty and sadness and pain and the things that actually come out of those things um and like i feel like there's a lot of like emphasis on being happy as just being jolly and like you know smiling all the time but i feel like being happy is really when you learn to appreciate the sad parts Mm -hmm. to me no yeah that makes sense Uh, yesterday a friend i was asking a friend a question and she said i don't want to say it i don't want to be sad i'm like on the other side of sad is healing yeah you know mm-hmm. on the other side of on the other side of happy there's sadness too yeah and there's you, growth yeah, yeah you can't tell what happy is until you're sad yeah. right? you don't truly know it so yeah i understand that um yeah anything else these are What's great that? questions what, what you're you awesome yeah i know you're Thanks. so good it's like she what wrote, you do she, she wrote all wow. the questions you're like really chill so do, do y'all <laughs> go here <laughs> no we go to uh toronto met oh okay do you know that school? No. <laughs> it's a, it's a new name for the 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 the, the oh, name shall oh, not be named. The, the R word. The R word. The, R word. the, the R Voldemort word. Yes. of yes. Toronto. The Voldemort That's awesome. of Toronto. That's, awesome. That's really creative. The Voldemort oh. of Toronto. He who shall good. not be named. Yeah. I, I say that That's to a lot really of things good. like exes that shall not be named. Mm. Voldemort. <laughs> you know, we've said this so many times to people that we go to TMU or Toronto Met and they all go twice, twice and they're like, nice. What do you think about the new name? Do you like it? You know, we did an episode on this last week. Um, some people like we we interviewed someone from a different country who goes to the school. Yeah. So d- she went. She goes to Brazil, and she's here on like a like an international like learning thing. And she's like she likes the name a lot. And I'm like it's we- yeah. it's cool to see it from a different perspective. And she's yeah. like she's like metropolitan reminds me of like the heart of the city, yeah. and that's where Toronto is. And yeah. I really like it. And then there's other people who are just like this is so bland. Like they just they just hmm. said it to you know not be get controversial again yeah. you know what I mean so on one hand it's like it's true we are a metropolitan like you know we're in this the heart of the city we're a school that's in Toronto and yeah I guess it's fine but at the same time it's like you spent all that time to just come up with that name yeah. what else are you yeah. doing are you doing anything else other than that yeah. like Harvard lazy. recently dedicated a hundred million dollars into uh, learning more about the history of slavery in their school. Mm. I'm not sure if we've committed any money behind mm. learning what Ryerson, Egerton Ryerson has done in indigenous schools and what we're going to do to, yeah. you know, I feel like it's surface level change. You know, yeah. what's unfortunate. It's like York too. all these big people who are at the top of it. They want to act like mm-hmm. they're doing a lot, but they're not. Yeah. Like all they're doing is signing. Okay. Yeah, sure. That name is good. I'm going to sign it there. Yeah. And yeah. then this guy is like, oh my gosh, look at me. I'm the face of change. No, yeah, you're fucking yeah, not. Because yeah. you're not actually it's doing It's like anything. when a company says, uh, oh, we're so diverse. But when you look at the directors <laughs> on the board, it's all white men. Yeah, it's, it's like, like oh. they always do the diversity hire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I do a shameless plug of my, our show? <laughs> yes, please. Um, 
So our show is called Clover, and it's kind of related to what we're talking about a little bit. Um, you can find the link. It's free or pay what you can with Paprika Festival. You can find us on Instagram or just Google it, Paprika Festival. Our show is about um, immigrants and settlers exploring uh, our responsibilities and you know, um, what it means to be an immigrant and settler on Turtle Island and on in indigenous land. And it's a conversation and exploration about home, identity, culture, tradition, and just about us. Um, it's called Clover? Yeah, it's called Why Clover. Why is it called Clover? Um, I named it Clover because... You wrote it? Well, it's a devised play, so it's a oh. collectively created play. Um, I did come up with the theme, but everything in here is created by our lovely yeah. actors. There's three of us. And and then, hmm. Yeah, and our team, our sound designer and stage manager. Um, why is it called Clover? Well, when you look at a clover, it's like four different yeah. leaves that come together to make one. And when I was doing my exploration, I was just thinking about like, a shape like the way that device theater works is like you take like an element or a shape or a question and you go from there like uh -huh. you you try to pick it apart try to ask more questions about it and that was just a shape that i came up with and i liked it so i just picked that when is it when is it how, when can we come watch it oh it's on on the 19th and 20th of may yeah Next and there week. are many other great amazing show um that are on so do you know what time you're at I'm at 9.30 and 10. Or it's, or it's going from, yeah, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. for oh. our... You slot. know what? I will come. <gasps> Please. Oh, my gosh. Come. I will come. Please come. That's Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Thursday, I Friday, I think. <laughs> Thursday, <laughs> Friday. <laughs> no, Friday. And it's movement-based. It's going to be a lot of cool music <laughs> and dance. and Yeah, I, I uh, danced to Pusti Med the PM, which is a... It's actually a Croatian song, but I'm talking about my Macedonian heritage. <laughs> That's cool. There's good and I love best. your bracelets. And I like your uh, necklace. Thanks. Oh, thank you. It is... Yeah, 19th, 20th. Thursday and Friday. Thursday you know, Friday. bring a date. It could be a cool date. It's you know, you can though. like show your date. I'm and cool and artsy. And that's at the Paprika Festival. Festival. So it's like taking yeah. part in, in collaboration with them? Yeah, so it will be at Aki Studio, which is Native Earth um, mm -hmm. Center. And I think it's near like... I actually don't know where it Leslieville. is. Leslieville. Oh, okay. Like the... We'll, we'll put the information in our description. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Paprika. Think of the spice. <laughs> we're spicy. Anything. Uh, anyways, anything else? No, I don't know. What's your name? Sorry. <laughs> Max. Max? Hi, oh. Max. Max, Melanie, and Hannah. Hi. Oh, nice to meet you. Thanks for taking pictures of us. Yeah. <laughs> we were, like, so scared. Like, are we, like, basic for asking we're people like, to no. <laughs> take a picture of us in front of the cherry blossom? <laughs> they only blossom for, like, two weeks or something, I heard. So, yeah. Take advantage of it. Who cares? Who cares what people exactly. take? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Be our basic selves. I'm really happy yeah. that we joined your podcast. Are you guys happy in life in general? Happy? Huh, that's a really... It all goes It goes <laughs> back and forth. But, yes, I just moved to Toronto. <gasps> I'm a Congrats. local now, as of last Friday. Yay, do you have roommates? Wow. It's pretty, no, I live with my uh, boyfriend, who, that was another thing to come to terms with, because I, like, dated awful men, and he's, like, really good. <laughs> we love him. So I need to, like, not put my trauma on him, so mm -hmm. I'm learning how to not do that. It'll yeah. be a process, yeah. trust me. But, yeah. You just got to tell him, yeah. straight up, oh, be like, no. listen... He's He's yeah, I might honest, be an asshole sometimes, but like I told him yesterday, I said I'm 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 going down the rabbit hole right now, and he's like, No, let's. <laughs> yo, wh what do you want to do? And let's I was go like, to run. Stop. Like let's <laughs> run. Go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Sienna, Jesus, and Alex, thank you so much for sitting down with thank us. Thank you. Thank you. Good. I can't wait to see it. If I was being honest, 
we literally just recorded the outro. <laughs> yeah, there was we're doing, are we three doing seconds. Intro? Three seconds. Yeah, we between. literally just stopped filming. Now we're doing the outro. <laughs> wow, those were some great interviews. Um, You're saying that sarcastically, but I believe no, it's they were be great the interviews. Truth. I hope David's cancer's uh, diagnosis goes uh, well and it's nothing too serious. And I do. I am going to go to Sienna Jesus's and Alex's play. Angela's retiring, and I'm so happy that Angela. Uh, did her service for the TDSB for 29 years. And Raymond and Jillian, they're playing volleyball right now yeah. as we speak. Hope so they win. I hope they win Why too. Why did you say that everyone we interviewed had stuff going on? Yeah. Big, big summer is here. Spring has yeah, sprung. It's true. And the meeting. Oh. Um, and the meeting the for meeting. Allison. I forgot yeah. Allison. Oh, I'm such a bad person. Yeah, Allison has a meeting for her urban planning. Oh, yeah, planning. for, for a, like a job or something, No, right? it's urban planning. She's urban, in urban planning, oh, so sorry. she's meeting with one of her professors from the Scarborough campus. Look at us making friends and knowing everything about oh them. Yeah, we just know their schedules now. We just... The people we come in touch with are so successful. And amazing. I think it's the podcast with Strangers Touch. Probably, oh. most likely. Um, okay, let's uh, get into our topics for our closing. Uh, Johnny Depp trials. Are people? Are you guys paying attention to the trial? No, only only slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really paying attention because I looked into it beforehand, and th- this trial is only—it's a defamation case. It's not even anything to do with like their. You it's know, not to do it with if Johnny Depp did the things he did or yeah. if Amber did the. It's a matter of Johnny saying Amber ruined my name. It's defamation. Y- yeah, yeah, and I think to to be quite honest, I think the internet's taking the wrong thing away from it mm-hmm. the only thing they're taking is like amber heard did this when or amber heard was you know abusive when really it's it's it feels so clear to me that they were abusive to each other mm. it was not a good relationship for either of them mm-hmm. and just i i really take issue with how much the internet is painting johnny Depp as a saint uh-huh. like they're really like trying to spare his name and I, I don't know. I just take issue with that because in my eyes, he's still sort of an, 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 maybe not an, I, I don't know whether I want to, you know, put any specific term on him, but it's very clear that they were both very problematic to each other. Right. That's a new take. Now, I have been uh, Team Johnny for the most part, and that's only because um, after not not only because it's only after i heard some of those voice recordings and mm-hmm. and, and saw what she said uh before that i did not know much about it and that when when i heard it i was like like okay well that's some yeah. concrete evidence um but yeah I'm, I'm very excited to see how that unfolds um and to see i just honestly i miss johnny depp's movies to be honest right. he's a great actor yeah um and I hope. What, what was your what, what's your favorite movie of his? Oh, his Pirates of the Caribbean movies, man. The entire trilogy. Oh, I want it's six movies now, but the first three are so good, and he's so he's perfected that like mm. character he, so well. Nominated for an Oscar for the first movie. No way. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. He was so good. In I that find movie. that so fascinating. He his walk. Anyway. Parts I've never the, seen it. You've never seen Parts of the Caribbean? No. The way he walks with like his hands like this? Yeah, yeah, it's like so a funny. drunken walk. Yeah. Anyway. He was in Willy Wonka. I he was hate in Willy that Wonka. movie. Yeah. Uh, That's a traumatizing movie. I hate it. It was really passion. scary. I hate the original Willy Wonka was really, really scary. And and I love that movie, which is why I hate the new one. So You like the original? Yes. The original was so scary. 
He you was know the one with the the squirrels. Do you? Yeah, it yeah. traumatized me for life. Like I think she had like the bubble Bad gum, nuts. and then all the squirrels came and they like, ate her no, or something. No, not the bubble gum. That's the girl who. That's the girl. Yeah, who, I think you're confusing too because there's yeah. one where she's one of the squirrels. So Bad nuts. She went nut. in to go get the squirrels. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyways. It's a weird movie. Um, we also want to talk about Roe vs. Wade. Do you want to touch base on that? Do you want to take care, care of that one? I don't want to say the wrong thing, and um, I'm not well educated as I would like to be on this. I don't topic. think there's a wrong thing to say. Well, I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, I didn't read much on it, but I did do some research on it for this episode. Basically, there was a case in 1969 in America where a 25-year-old single woman called Norma McCorvey, uh, which was under the pseudonym Jane Roe, was challenged with or challenged the criminal abortion laws in Texas because the state forbade abortion as unconstitutional except in cases where the mother's life was in danger. Um, and basically, the person defending the anti-abortion law was called Wade, so that's why it's Roe v. Wade. Um, and basically, yeah, now there's just something, there's like a leak about how they might overturn that, um, yep. which makes it so that abortion is illegal in, I think, almost 23 states. I, um, I, 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 sorry, sorry to interject. I think, so like... I was like, oh my god, I totally blanked. I'm so sorry. No worries. Continue. It'll come back what, to me. What, I'm so sorry. What? Oh no, okay, sorry. You see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> you, magic. I'm magic. Cool. Um, I think I just wanted to add to that. The further the further context is just mm-hmm. that be because uh, Jane Jane Rowe under the pseudonym won the case, because it was in the Supreme Court, it was then held as sort of law within the entire, you know, all the states. Right. And so it, it made it so that it was literally illegal to ban abortions. Um, and now because, you know, what you're getting to here with the leak of the sort of going to overturn it, there are, like you said, 23 states that as soon as it gets like overturned will immediately make abortion illegal again. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus. I just wanted to add that extra context because it because for the past you know 50 plus years it's been held as sort of a law um, well yeah. the times like this is when I'm proud to be a Canadian when well also it, it will affect Canada it, if it happens it will yeah. affect Canada but uh, you know, as much as uh, I don't love Mr. Trudeau he has said that you know a woman will always have the right to choose whether she wants to keep her child or not which mm-hmm. I support. And actually, today morning, mm-hmm. I saw that Canada, an MP said that Canada is trying to make it so that if you can't get an abortion in America, come to Canada and we'll help you out. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So I'm happy about that. Um, there are also, not all of the MPs are for it. There yes. are a few MPs that are saying that they want to make abortion where it's not even a thought that crosses people's minds. So they're very pro-life. Or no, yeah, pro-life. And do they just want to basically do the same thing that america's doing um so not all politicians yeah. just have our current governments but what we have currently yeah they're our, our, for the it. current majority is for a, a woman's right to choose mm-hmm. which it should always be like why do you care just yeah. like if it's if it doesn't concern you and it's not your personal like baby just move on with it like why do yeah. you care about what it, other people are it doing it should fully be in the in the hands of the the person who yeah. Like, might be having a baby to be able yeah. to choose whether or not they want to mm-hmm. have to, you know, come come to face that. Like, it's it, like, it feels it, ridiculous yeah, not like, to be able uh, to have that choice so when it's like available. If you want to have an abortion or you didn't get it, why does it affect me? 
Yeah. Right. Whatever. Do what you want. Doesn't. I don't care. It's up to you. Yeah. It's your choice. It's your baby. I'm and not the one that's going to pay for it. Like, a, you know what I mean? An important thing I've been seeing out there is that this doesn't... What this means, what Roe v, Roe v. Wade having the potential to be recalled means is not that abortions will stop. It's that safe abortions will yes. stop. Yeah. Mm. And that's... I think that's very important because no matter what, even when they were banned, abortions were still happening. But you know the mortality rate was higher the the danger of sort of like exactly so that, and it's it's so america has a choice do we want to yeah do you want to let people do it illegally mm -hmm. unsafely and die or do you want to just allow it and let them have that procedure done safely yeah being done over by like genuine medical professionals mm -hmm. in a safe way like yeah. I don't know. I, I just think that's an important thing to keep yeah. in mind with it i as just well. feel like when we say church and state with religion same applies in politics. Yeah, of course. It should be church and state. Mm -hmm. we, the constitutions were all made on a Catholic or Christian foundation um, when there weren't many Catholic and Christians in these Northern American countries. But now it's like a million different religions here. So why the, aren't we honoring all of them? The modern world is so diverse that you can't base the yeah. entire law of a place on just one. Yeah. I right. actually saw this thing. Um, this is going back a bit, but... It said that basically a pregnant mother or a pregnant woman has less rights than her unborn child. And if she were raped, the rapist, because the rapist would have less time in jail compared to how they're trying to sentence a woman a lifetime in prison if she gets an abortion. Oh, God. So I didn't even know that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Basically, like the, the ch unborn child, the father could ask for um, custody of the child that was conceived from rape. Which, like, and the mother would be, like, in jail or whatever, um, which is, like, really unfortunate, but... And what else they're saying is, like, oh, like, go for adoption. And there's, there's, there's this account called Good Liars um, that went to an abortion, uh, like, protest where they were holding up signs that said, choose adoption instead of abortion. And the, 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 the person went up to every person there and said, and how many kids have you adopted? Uh, none how many kids have you none i have two of my own like okay so if none of you guys have adopted what's to say other people will how many of these orphanages and foster homes are just going to be full with a bunch of abandoned children so mm. anyways um Whoa. don't move your mic sorry don't move it sorry here you go what this camera battery has 12 percent. 12 yeah okay we can crush it Okay. Yeah, that's fine. We'll do it. All right, let's two get Two accomplishments, one setback, one goal. Uh, Melanie, you wrote it down, so you start. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, good. Now I've got to pull it out. Okay, quick, quick, oh, quick, okay, quick, okay, quick, okay, okay. quick. Yeah, I'm joking. Okay. That's what my she said. accomplishments, I already said this before, but I got my ears pierced. Yay. Oh, yes, I've been wanting sir. to pierce them for like since like 12th Very grade. Nice. I've just been like putting it off mm. for a long time. And then... I literally just walked into the store. My friends like, they're having like free piercings and you just pay for the earring. Really? So she's hey, like, let's go. That's an awesome deal. Yeah. That's a bargain. Where? I want to go. Jeez. It was like this Indian store in like Brampton or uh, something. It was like in like with all those like little malls and stuff. And I was like, cool. should I just do it? And then she was like, yeah, do it. And I was like, okay. And then I got my ears pierced. But then they told me I had to keep it in for like six months to a year. I'm like, is that what? normal? Yeah. That's that's yeah. not normal. Yeah, I, I was like, it I, is normal. I, I don't even have any piercings, but I know. Did you get it with a needle? No, they did it with a gun. A gun? Yeah, see, that's also why I put it off. Because everyone's like, you got to get it with a needle. You should have gotten it with a needle. It's so expensive. But I did my first ones with a gun and they turned out fine. 
So that's why I was like. I think it's just more sanitary to get with it. This is really yeah. That's what topic. I heard too. Sorry, what? we're no. just talking hey, about. Hey, it's an accomplishment. Sorry, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to, to that. No, I was not on my phone because I don't give a shit. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, what else? And then oh, oh shoot, it, it turned off. One second. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, I finished a book. <gasps> yeah. I read a book. What book? What book? It's called A Court of Thorns and Roses. Oh my What's gosh, I've heard good things about that book. Yeah, it it's sounds about, familiar. I'll be honest. It's about this like what is it about? A again? Fairy. Yeah, it's. Okay, oh yeah, but them. like it's basically about this girl who goes into this other world. Think of like Sleeping Beauty. It's like that, but like on a whole other scale. Like basically, she has to stay there because she committed a crime, and then as payment, um, the these like um, beasts kind of make her stay in their realm but this beast actually did that and set all this up so that he could help her break a curse actually if you're gonna read that you shouldn't have known about that it got me <laughs> <laughs> really off guard when i, when okay. I realized it was okay a so curse. now look to the camera and say never mind we're not going to talk about it because i spoiled it never mind we're not going to talk about it because i spoiled <laughs> it sorry all right so what's your one uh setback um um oh Okay, so I don't know if anyone can tell, but I box dyed my hair and I really regret it because it turned out really spotty. And also apparently if you box dye your hair, it's really hard to like get it professionally done. Like they have to do a whole different process and it costs a lot more. Yeah, my friend got box dyed and then she ended up spending 1200 to fix it. <laughs> That's average though. Are you lying? Than, I think it was more than 1200 1200 is yeah. too specific to be lying. No, I think you, it's upwards of you can go upwards Up, of two thousand. Yeah, sometimes. it can. It's from like seven hundred up, depending where you why? go. Why? Never mind. I don't want to know. Like bleach it's okay. <laughs> I don't want to know. Okay. Bunch of chemicals, so much time. <laughs> I don't know why I asked. Also, <laughs> I was joking, but I mean, she's saying something, so I mean. Oh no! But, no, but I do yeah. have a friend who spent seven hundred dollars on her hair after getting box dyed. Yeah, yeah. like why they would you? you a lot. Why would you say twelve hundred when you have a real story about seven hundred? Yeah, you know what? Because I was saying twelve hundred, and then she said seven hundred, and then I thought about the girl, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember when I found out that she did it for seven hundred. I was like, that's crazy, because that's, that's so much for hair. That's average. Yeah, why would you lie? That, that's average. That's crazy. Yeah, and so apparently, like now, when they try to color your hair, it's gonna be harder to get the color you want, because it like ruins your hair and like the way they color it now. What's your email address? Melanie12385 at gmail.com. At what? At, at gmail.com. Okay, everyone donate $5 <laughs> e-transfer. <laughs> e-transfer Melanie, it's for a good cause. I uh, mean, please. yeah, now I'm doing everything I can. Like I'm following all these things to get it out, but I don't think that'll help. Was it temporary or like permanent? It says, it says permanent but it's like six to eight you did weeks. permanent your first time no but it's like it's like six to eight weeks permanent um, i feel like it'll wash out it All was the l'oreal fades. like my color is already fading yeah but you did the bubble dye right yeah that one We're is getting easy. off topic again I'm no so sorry i didn't know or did we yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. this yeah we did last week yeah. okay cool yeah, yeah i but forgot <laughs> sorry <laughs> a lesson to everyone what's Don't your goal to fix my hair <laughs> get a job so that i can fix my hair there we go there we go there we go yeah Hannah? accomplishment number one i caught up with a friend that i hadn't hung out with in a while hell yeah um which is really fun check on your friends um <laughs> number two i've been more spontaneous with my plans which is good because i'm if you know me I plan out every hour of my life <laughs> on my planner because I just need order. Um, but sometimes chaos is good. So just like 
calling up a friend and be like, oh, do you want to do something? And they're like, okay, what? And then I'm just like, let's just go to one area and just decide from there. It's just a fun adventure. You never know what you're going to do, you know? Life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Isn't that like a... Who said that? It's a commercial, I think. It's Forrest Gump, guys. Come on. Oh. Was he musician? He is um, a white Caucasian male in a fictional movie starring Tom Hanks where he goes through a various amount of troubles in his life. Who... So... <laughs> he's, he's friends with Tom Hanks? Yeah. T- yeah, basically. Nice. What's your setback? Setback. Um, I've been pretty lazy just because there's nothing to do. But school, summer school starting again. And I'm going to start working again soon because I had like a week off like for break. Um, but just for a goal, I guess, would just be to start getting back into my routine and just not being lazy and playing BitLife on my phone all day. Because, like, literally, what the hell am I going to do with playing BitLife? It's literally a, a simulation. Whatever. Anyways. But, yeah, that's it. Goal? Just... Not playing BitLife? Not, not playing BitLife. <laughs> oh. But it seems fun. It is fun. Yeah. It's just like being a princess. Like, you can be a princess. You can be a porn star. You can be a musician. Okay, Max, your turn. <laughs> Two accomplishments. Uh, Actress. <laughs> first accomplishment i had a meeting this morning uh about my you know summer job so that feels like a pretty big accomplishment sort of getting that uh, on the road yeah yeah this was just sort of finalizing details so that's exciting Mm -hmm. did you have to send an ndna or a dna or no no i have i have not yet yet maybe i don't know so tell us what (laughs) movies are they making right now uh i'm not at liberty to say okay (laughs) um second accomplishment Okay, this is very, very odd, but uh, two-ish years ago, like during the start of the pandemic, one of the things that I did to sort of pass the time was I started playing all the Lego video games, (gasps) and I set out to beat all of them to 100%, and I made it about halfway through them until last June, July, in which I stopped, and I sort of took a very long break. And I finally started doing it again. And it's a very odd accomplishment, but oh. I, I feel Play. accomplished that I'm doing oh, it yeah. again. <laughs> Is it fun? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I find a lot of joy out of them because I like, uh, I, fe- I felt seen and heard when uh, Hannah said that they, you know, you needed order in your life. These games feel like, because they're, they're it's a lot of collectibles, so I can go about them in a very organized, ordered way. And it's, it calms me in that way. Uh, it's it, it's a very nice way to sort of blow off some steam. Is it battery? Nine percent. Oh, we're good. We're good. Setback. Uh, the the tough week I talked about last week, <laughs> still kicking. Uh, so it's an ongoing battle. Yeah, yeah. And so that leads into my goal: get through the next week. What makes <laughs> you anxious? What doesn't? Uh, what uh, like? Half a joke, half real. Uh, mm. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm just sort of a neurotic, anxious person. I'm always overthinking and sort of like my mind's always somewhere else. Um, I, I get, like I've said before on here, like I get most anxious about sort of sickness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm a very much a hypochondriac in that way sort of thing. Like, oh, do I have a, do I have a sore throat? Like my, my nose is runny. Is that like because it's cold outside or do I have it like... 
And so I'm just constantly in that mode of thinking. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it wanes, you know, better or worse. But, uh, yeah, this past week, been on the worst side, I suppose. Anyway, now on to you. Your turn. Um, accomplishment. Uh, Why did you sound like a Muppet there? Accomplishment. <laughs> That's a really good accomplishment. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I don't know what... Uh, I always uh, have time to think, but I never really do. Um, an accomplishment would be that I, um, I'm back at work now, so I'm, uh, I'm getting a little bit more uh, regularly scheduled sleep. That's good. A little bit of order. Yeah. And then another accomplishment is um, I've actually been losing weight, which is something I've been trying Ooh. to do. So I'm actually, uh, it's working out and it's, uh, I'm, I'm happy that uh, it's working. Um, can, can I, is that through working out, through dieting? Like what, what's your method for that? Uh, my method is by just honestly starving my, I'm joking. No, <laughs> okay, good. Don't, <laughs> good. don't starve <laughs> Jesus yourself. Christ. That's not the way. No, it's not starving yourself, but it feels like you're starving yourself. You're just okay, eating sure. less calories than you need. Right. Mm. Uh, it's a calorie deficit. Uh, and so it feels like you're starving yourself. Now, Kim Kardashian recently got into shit for saying that she starved herself to lose 16 pounds to fit in a Marilyn Monroe dress. In two weeks. In two weeks. Which I don't think is that bad. Because when she said she starved herself, she didn't mean literally. She just went on a keto diet. It's ketosis. Which is just, just like, yeah, it feels like you're starving yourself. It's, it's hard. That makes I think me th- it's just the way she delivered yeah, that was the way she not delivered it. I think you, everyone, you I think it's come. also the Kardashian family and Jenner family by uh, proxy... I think are just always gonna get in, like people are just so mad that they're successful because, that they're just well, trying yeah. to attack I, everything. I was just gonna say like they've gotten into a lot of controversy in the past by advertising products that sort of are, you know, like mm-hmm. what, what are they're they're like, like the lollipops? Teas. Yeah, yeah, like diet Detox. suppressors, yeah. something like that, yeah. like hunger suppressors, something like that. Everything okay? Yep. Um. um and, and so I think that's just they're they're. The fact that they keep hitting on that, I think, is yeah. Just, so yeah. no, but yeah, it's just just a calorie deficit. Make sure you guys eat. There's ways to lose weight without starving yourself. That's literally makes it worse if anything. Setback. I had a party on Saturday. Ooh. Uh, that's what I said party. at first. Uh, I had a party on Saturday and I drank a little too much. Oh, this is. And then I took an edible as well, so I was crossed. And um, a lot of things happened that. <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh boy, that's that's okay. Um, and people are like sending me pictures and videos that uh, that I didn't even know happened. So it's kind of scary because it's like I blacked out. So I'm like I don't even know these things happened. So ever since Saturday, I've just been extremely anxious, twenty four seven, seven days, like nonstop anxiety not being able to sleep properly sleeping but not being able to sleep properly right it's just scary to know that you know you may have done something you may i may have killed someone for all i know i was drunk i don't know you i also didn't. threw up everywhere in the back of my car uh thank you christy janie for driving us back thank you nicole oh, nicole i'm sorry for pouring my drinks on your head twice <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry for biting you and leaving a bruise <laughs> Gosh. Christy, I'm sorry for biting you as well. Oh my god. Yeah, are you a biter when you're drunk? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just goes chomping um, on people. Yeah, yeah. You need a, you need like one of those Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, honestly, I do. When I'm you when I'm you drink. everyone. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, god. Turn into a Ethan Ortiz. I'm sorry for constantly giving you booze and making you throw up. Next time, don't say you're a heavyweight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's his fault. Uh, 
Jeez Louise. Mary, I'm sorry. You know what for? <laughs> why does this uh, Why is the list going through the list going. of everyone that went to the party? <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, sorry for wasting your disposables. I was still drunk when I got when I woke up the next morning and I <laughs> I took a couple pictures of my friend's dad on the disposables. I'm sorry about that. Oh my god. Anything else? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think this is like the opposite of an Oscar acceptance yeah. speech where they're thanking like people. You're saying sorry. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's a setback. I'm just like super anxious. I don't think you should feel embarrassed for that. No, trust me, it's really bad. No, because embarrassment is a choice at the end of the day. Like you don't remember it, so why should you care? Like, do you think they are gonna remember it? Like when that's the thing that's making me anxious. People are talking about things I did that I did not know happened. Okay, well let them talk about it. But like, it's not happening to you right now, so why should you care? I know it's just. It's just no. scary. I don't know. It's just imagine, don't, don't imagine, feel. everyone. Imagine, imagine six hours of your life okay. where you did things. You walked around. You spoke to people. Yeah, is erased from your memory. And now people are coming up to you like, Anna, well, that's so cool when you did what that. What if you're they're like, lying? You don't know if they're lying. They have pictures. They were drunk too. <laughs> that's true. When you're drunk, you don't know what's going on half the time. Not that I would know. I've never been drunk in my life. Yo, you drink so much. No, oh I don't. God, you're like an alcoholic. No, I don't. I'm joking. No, I'm I don't. joking. Relax. I don't drink. Um. Anyways, goal. My leg is asleep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's really okay. uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, Kick it. My, my goal is. Kick it. Uh, no, I'm not kicking him. You can't reach. My goal is, uh, honestly. I just want to disappear. No. Uh, no, not. Oh my god, that sounds suicidal. Not like that. I just want to get off of social media. I'm tired of sc constantly scrolling and like. I want to leave social media. I just want to stop talking to people I don't need to, and just like have a very simple life. I was telling my friend yesterday. I want to nice. move. I want to move into the woods, <laughs> in oh. a wooden cabin with a golden retriever. We've all Aww. gone through that. And come into town once a month to buy food and then go back and watch just watch movies, read books, Bro? enjoy nature. That's what I did last week at my grandparents. They and wasn't it like the best thing ever? It was exactly what I needed. Yeah. It, it was exactly what I went there and I was just like. You can breathe. Like I just, I breathed and I was just like, I'm here for the next five days. I'm just going to like not let anything get to me. Like I'm just going to enjoy having this golden retriever. Yeah. Watching Aww. movies and watching Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, that's all I want. I don't know. I just want a simpler life. I, I'm, I'm just tired and I just want to just disappear for a bit from everyone, from my friends and everyone. I just want to be alone. That's all yeah. I want. And that's my goal. I get that. Uh, that being said, Podcast with Strangers is ending. No, I'm joking. You're Got you, Melanie. I saw you. You kind of stopped shaking your leg there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Did I actually? I think you did, yeah. It's, it's, it's most people's. It's just... When you when you move your legs so much, stopping moving it is yeah, such a like, tell. What the fuck? What oh my happen? god! I, I get you caught mentioned with that, that and now time. I'm doing it, but I, like not. I don't even realize I'm doing it. And I, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I think we're all tired. What yeah. time is it? Probably like three thirty because we've been recording for twenty seven minutes. Forty. Okay, let's wrap Jeez this up. Just Louise. Guys. Great. Thank you guys for joining us on Podcast with Strangers. Uh, thank you for everyone in the back for being great extras. <laughs> And that's all. The Follow us. Wild. Use the Audible link in the description. Uh, share this video. Like it. Go on social media. We're at 700 followers. Thank you. What was his name again? Bray. I forget. Here's a selfie of him. He was our 700 Bray? follower. Bray? No, he was not Bray. Bray. It was like something else. Fernandez. Fern Fernandez? Uh, Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Man, thank you for being our 700 follower. I, didn't, I, didn't, follower. I, I didn't even meet him and I remembered. Yeah, that's I true. Um, and yeah, that's it. Thanks, guys, for watching Podcast with Strangers Episode 7. Episode 8 will be at... Toronto. No. 
Toronto. In Toronto. It will be in Toronto. <laughs> it will be in Toronto. Or not. Yeah. Or not. Maybe it will be in, in Mississauga. Coburg. Etobicoke. Oh. Come to Brampton, guys. Were you Brampton. talking? Is there someone behind me? It will be uh, in my backyard with my dog. We all know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's all. Let's, uh. I think we should do an episode where we just sit a dog there and we just go, what do you think about that? That's something you would do. I, I want so to. I, <laughs> or a guys, parrot. Look at my new shoes. <laughs> a parrot actually Dog talks. The paper. Okay. That, okay. That's the, the shoe he threw up on, guys. I have size 13 shoes. Humble brag. What size are you? This camera. I think I'm 10. <laughs> if anyone can what? hear. Small feet much? What size Seven. are you? Why would you Seven. say Five this to me? Five and a half. What size are you? Or six, depending on the shoe. Oh. It's usually six. These are new pants, too. Are Spiffy. you just like stretching? Yeah, you're just, this is just here. <laughs> what is this? This is a you're new pants. Check. New Outfit pants of the by uh, Mariani Taylors. Eddie Mariani, we love him. Main Street Unionville. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Shout out. I've met him before. Shout Very out. kind man. Okay, guys. <laughs> and um, we'll see you Ew. next week. Bye. Go. Bye.